Telltale Pod Production. to bring round her friend, Miss Grant, who had fainted when she saw the vase smash by itself. If only Ollie could have left it well alone! He hadn't learned anything from his earlier adventure with Mrs Rowlands and the plant stand. Miss Grant had just come round when... Look! she screamed. Mrs MacDonald looked. The vase was putting itself back together. The other grown-ups, who had all gone into Martin's room, hadn't found anything so amazing. They came running out, just in time to see Miss Grant faint again. The children knew they would have to come up with some sort of explanation. Jenny suddenly remembered Amina's performance in the kitchen. Amina does magic tricks, she told Joe Lowen. The other two caught on really quickly. Yeah, said Amina. Remember the cake, chef? Show us another magic trick, said Belcher, as they all went downstairs. He wasn't convinced. Amina began to panic, but it seemed that Ollie had picked up the idea too. The telephone on the reception desk lifted off its hook. Everyone saw. The children sighed with relief. They were off the hook too, but not for long. Joe Lowen saw his chance of a big story, and he was on the other phone before the reception one stopped levitating. The greatest magician in the world, only 12. It has to go on the front page. And that's where it was the next day. Incredible, mystifying magic, said the headline. It gave Jenny an idea. She decided to keep a notebook of all that had happened since they met Ollie. It would be good practice for being a journalist when she grew up. They tried searching the beach again. Amina was still cross with Ollie for doing the mending trick and leaving them to cover up for him. They ended up near the factory again and saw Claire Belcher sitting in her father's car. She seemed to be watching them. They thought she looked really sad. I don't think I'd be happy with that, father, said Amina. She would have been even more unhappy if she could have seen inside the factory. 
where Belcher was ordering Jenny's dad to dump some more waste. Mr Steele refused. He walked out for some fresh air and saw his daughter and her friends at the beach. He knew Amina very well and he recognised Martin, but who was that strange-looking child with them? But Mr Steele soon forgot about Ollie. He was too worried about his daughter being near the factory. I don't like you being near the water, he said. Back at the hotel, Mrs Rowlands was feeling more worried than ever. Joe Lowen was leaving the next day and she had no new guests. She decided to have a talk to Martin about it. He realised for the first time how short of money they were. And he realised that his mum was going to sell the hotel to Belcher if they didn't get some very soon. Martin couldn't sleep that night. He even asked Ollie if he could come up with some money, but he couldn't. Eventually, Martin fell asleep, and then it was Ollie's turn to be restless. Even in his sleep, he could smell cake. He set off for the kitchen, sleepwalking. Unfortunately, Miss Grant was just coming out of her room as Ollie sleepwalked down the corridor. wasn't the only one to get a shock. Mrs MacDonald and Joe Lowen both rushed out of their rooms when they heard the familiar sound of her screaming. And they saw Ollie too. Worst of all, Ollie woke up and saw them. He disappeared. Joe Lowen went mad with excitement. A monster! he shouted. An alien! A mutant martial arts what's it space monster alien AT creature from another planet! No wonder Mrs. Rowlands and Chef came to see what all the fuss was. Ace reporter Lowen had his big story at last. He was soon gabbling it over the phone to the Daily News, which was where Jenny and Amina read it the next morning. They went straight to the hotel, where they saw a police car. They also saw Sarah Brightly. Joe Lowen gets all the good stories, she sighed, and Joe Lowen was making sure that no one else was going to get this one. He tried to get Mrs Rowlands to keep everyone out of the hotel. Even Jenny and Amina had to stay outside. Martin and Ollie were keen to get out before Lowen found them. 
They had to take to the fire escape. They met their friends at the bottom. They were soon back on the beach and out of sight of the hotel, but Ollie seemed to be getting worse. He was clumsier than ever. They reached the beach near Belcher's factory, just as a lot of new waste was being pumped into the water. And Belcher had just told Jenny's dad he wasn't going to do that anymore. This time, Amina had a bottle with her to collect a sample of the polluted water. It looks disgusting, doesn't it? she said. Then they noticed Claire Belcher watching them from her father's car. Ollie wasn't well, and Martin wondered how he could get back to his spaceship, even if they did find Charlie in time. But Ollie said the spaceship would come out of the sea if he whistled for it. Ollie felt bad, but soon Amina felt worse. She suddenly fainted. Claire came over to help, and Belcher and Mr Steele both came out of the factory. Mr Steele picked Amina up and carried her to his car. Mr Belcher was furious. You're fired! he yelled. No! said Mr Steele. I quit! He drove off with the children, but there was no sign of Ollie. Claire picked up the bottle of water that Amina had dropped. She took off the top and sniffed it. Her father was furious with her for getting out of the car. Never go on that beach, he said. But as they drove away, Claire started to feel ill in the same way as Amina. Mr Belcher's anger turned to horror as he realised that she had caught the mystery illness. That was another Tell-A-Tale Pod production. Remember that you can follow, share and find more of our podcasts at tellatalepod.podbean.com Goodbye! Goodbye! Goodbye. See ya! Bye. Bye. Bye! And goodbye! Bye.